welcome to Dan and Matt's Football Chat once again. Um, uh, and um, yes, yeah, so I'll just. Uh, how are you, Matt? Are you okay? Yeah, hello, everybody. I'm well, thank you, Dan. After my uh, good, okay. Brush with illness at the start of the week, which is why we're recording yeah. a few days later. I had a. We uh, did. We had to postpone our plans because Matt yeah. went down with um, a nasty little bug. By the sounds of it. Well, um, I yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> So he rose like was... a phoenix from the flames, from the ashes, yeah, and yeah. here he is. Yeah, he's, he's I, well um, again. So. Thank you um, for your kind words at this difficult time. I um, I think it was a 24-hour bug, which is we were just chatting about. I'm not sure if that's still a thing. These, you know, that was the old classic. Get like have a cheeky day off work. But it's a 24-hour thing. Does that mean you weren't thing. really sick? No, I, I don't know. No. <laughs> well, I know I've got a malingerer uh, as a professional malingerer and hypochondriac. No, we um we did have a um we did have a COVID outbreak in the general office last week, as in the yeah, yeah. as in the week before I got sick. So we'd all been doing COVID tests, and then yeah, Monday um I just felt pretty bad and came came when I came home from work, went to bed at five o'clock and woke up about 11 o'clock in the evening so I don't know what was going on but yeah battled bravely back the next couple of days so didn't have COVID um, but quite a few people did so yeah fun times but that's that's the sort of standard now isn't it as soon as you get kind of vaguely sick mm. everyone starts talking yeah. about COVID and then you get into the whole what do you actually do with COVID and working for a health organisation like I did the COVID policy is fairly vague apart from if you're positive you have a few days off and then you kind of make it up as you go along so yep, yeah I had from COVID over Christmas and I wasn't quite sure Nasty. what to do whether, oh, whether did you have it? Yeah. yeah I got COVID on like Boxing Day I felt alright because I was staying there like, yeah. and I, I just felt a bit weird for about 24 hours and then just a bit, a bit yeah I've heard that I was like, I, I, most people said that this time around You've, have you had it before? Yeah, I had it once yeah. before. Was it, was it worse when you had it before? I think it was it. I think it was better this time. I, do, I, do, I had to like. I just felt yeah. strange. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't stop eating. I mean, I don't normally anyway. But like, I have to be really sick for me to stop eating. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. That's, that's how you know in, I'm really well, to, ill. To be fair, if statistically, I, I, I refuse food. <laughs> statistically, um, uh, you would you'd probably have a higher survival chance than the the um person who doesn't eat quite as much if I can put it like that because you uh if you if you were hospitalized that did come out in the covid um oh yeah uh, in the covid research yeah. draw on. I wouldn't say lots of fat more you know you've got more energy supplies shall we say um you know so whoever uh, that's um, thank you very much you know. thank you very much for your kind your kid gloves <laughs> you're <putting with. laughs> well your muscle you know muscle is, is you got a lot of muscle you know it's uh it, yeah. it doesn't weigh more than fat though muscle it's more denser isn't it as, as we that's know right. that's but, right. um that's right. I, I do uh I, I did slightly get worried though because um the the two the other candidate other than than did I have COVID was a recurring theme in the podcast was um I did actually have a bin juice incident. Oh yeah, tell them about to, that. Yeah, well, nothing to do with you being sick or anything. Well, well they're not connected. Look, honestly, there's no way of telling. Let's be blunt. Okay. Um, but a couple of days prior to the yeah feeling ill, I um bringing the, I'd left the bins out overnight and I brought them in. And as you know, we've had quite a lot of rain on and off, haven't we, over the last few weeks. We mm. just had these really big downpours, haven't we, where it's just kind of smashed it down. And obviously, you know, the bin, the bins were left with the lids off for a good day in the rain. So there was always, mm. a, there was always a chance, Dan, it was going to get mm. a lot of water inside. And I think I just casually dropped something, some rubbish into it, not realising there was uh, water in the bottom of the bin. And yeah, I did get bin juice on my arm and possibly on my face. Oh. So yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, exactly. 
exactly. So I mean, I suppose it is that it is that you have it has been watered down the bin juice by the rain. It's not pure bin juice, you know, like because the bin juice yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, from your actual bags of rubbish is the kind of like is That's your a kind fair of call. you kind of concentrate. You know, it's like your, yeah, it's like your, yeah. Whereas whereas it if you've had smell. rain on it, you have yeah. diluted it a bit, so you're probably less likely to. I think I think it was. I think you're right. I think in in some ways it was. <laughs> sort of fresh bin juice basically because it hadn't been sitting yeah, in there for yeah. days but but yeah i um yeah i i, I do wonder I, you know obviously we'll, we'll never know um but it does uh, we are in sort of peak period for bin juice though because in the summer here the, yeah, the rubbish does turn pretty and quickly because of the heat yeah and we've had and this we get wet, wet yeah well yeah. No, it's yeah it's not it's not been we haven't had any really sustained heat actually like we normally get no. but we have had no. the odd day here and there where we've yeah. it's baked us a little it's been bit nice. I think the bin, it's rubbish it's been nice weather. it has been nice yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, i almost i did almost have another bin juice incident literally hours before this we went to air as well but i do you know <laughs> just, the the, tra- the trauma of the previous weekend um, i just dodged it so yeah oh, good that's the kind of that's the kind of things that are going on every time you throw the bin bag in you get having a cursory check yeah uh, particularly the day after bin day when you know they're empty that's the peak peak period which is probably a thursday or friday matt i'm guessing yeah thursday from, uh, same same as you mate we're on, we're on yeah. the same rotation yeah, yeah same rotation yeah. with bins yeah. there's a recycling if i'm not mistaken this this thursday oh yeah. yeah oh was it your little was it your little bin or was it your recycling bin I actually like, was think, it your general waste? Uh, do you know what? I can't remember, actually, because it was both bins, and I can't remember which bin I got the bin juice off. I'd say to get splashed, it's probably the little one, because the big one is kind of too yeah. tall to get splashed back, unless you really gave it a good Yeah, no, actually, like, you're probably right. And if I'm being <laughs> honest, about... I'd, ra- yeah, I'd rather yeah. get splashed by the, the recycling bin than the standard <laughs> bin. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Look, whatever happened, I just felt rough as for a couple of days, and then I might, you know, bounce back. So there maybe we go. It was, maybe it was the, maybe it was the binges, yeah, whatever it was wasn't COVID, the microbial no, no. poop that you got splashed with, <laughs> gave you some sort of uh, infection yeah, or something. Felt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I just mm. felt very, very tired and ill for about a day. That was weird. Mm. But you know yeah. me, don't like cool. to talk about it for six minutes, twenty-three mm. seconds. <laughs> well, we're just, uh, I was just going to say we've just come off Australia Day, and while we're not a political podcast. Jesus. Um, we, we're, we're more sort of social commentary <laughs> slash yeah. um, comedy. Well, not really. Um, more just keeping your family informed think, of how things think, are going. We think we're funny, <laughs> and that's the main thing. Yeah. So, yeah. but we have just gone for Australia Day, and we were just yeah. discussing earlier how Australia Day's changed quite a bit. So, when we came out, it was all sort of flags and face painting. There was lots of like celebratory national sort of. Um, events going on yeah. there was some fireworks last night but it's, it's just gone yeah, it's gone sort of really low key now like there's very few there was pictures of bondi beach yesterday and i think even five years ago everyone's got like you know the australian flag um green and yeah. gold what um, are you doing like yeah. flip-flops slash thongs um yeah. and just celebrating being generally kind of like australia that said like obviously coming from england you don't have like Expressing your national pride is a little bit frowned upon in England, or at least not frowned upon. It was kind of unhealthy somehow. And we we don't. Our national day isn't a day for waving your flags. Yeah. I suppose the royal occasions are days when people do that, and I find people really annoying on those days. Yeah. Um, you know, like royal <laughs> weddings, and I just uh, found it really. God. I found like you know, I felt myself to be very different to most people around me. So I don't yeah. think I come at this with great a great angle anyway i felt the australia day stuff was although i am australian technically i have an australian passport and i I, I do love australia by the way before people start um 
throwing um yeah you're a true blue the, yeah no i do love it i think australia is fantastic yeah. um there is place. yeah probably some historical things that probably need need uh discussing <laughs> um, one or two but, yeah yeah, but I don't think, yeah, the, and, and as you know, Australia Day, well, you may not know this, but uh, it coincides with Captain Cook arriving at Botany Bay. Um, and apparently it was, in, it was treated with kind of indifference, with like apathy for the, from the indigenous people that were there. Yeah. Just kind of they looked, yeah. looked up and then just carried on what they were doing, just not really that interested in this big yeah. uh, ship that arrived. And then, of course, uh, yeah, Joseph Banks jumped off and started collecting loads of samples and and, and and it was called Botany Bay for that reason because he just started like collecting all the samples of like plants and things. Um, yeah. But yeah, for Aboriginal people, obviously, it represents like the day when you know white settlement sort of began, really, even though it didn't actually begin in earnest for a few more years after that. But so look, yeah. it is a bit of a tricky time. But at the same time, um, I think it um, there's there's lots of people who want to change the day. There's some people fervently don't want to change the day. It's really hard to know really how how everyone you know people are feeling we had the no we had the yes uh, you had the um voice to parliament vote oh, obviously yeah. got rejected yeah. so that kind Quite of throws on top as well, as well. it's yeah. like well what what does yeah. it's probably pretty split actually isn't it matt i would say the australian public it's weird well it's, it's very this. hard because um like i don't want to talk you know i don't want to name exactly work stuff but you and i both work for essentially public service organizations where yeah. I, th I really want to avoid saying things like woke and all that stuff because it's just got so many meanings. But basically, I suppose the, it, the best way I can put it is very aware, like politically aware organisations where there's lots of this, like you can quite easily say Survival Day instead of Australia Day. In fact, if you said Australia Day, you probably, yeah, I wouldn't say you get, you're not going to get into trouble. It's not like there's some Daily Mail article, but, my, you know, people it's become almost a thing that people don't even name it where I work. But yeah. I, can, I know that if I walked around the corner and went into somewhere, some other place, there'll be people talking about what you're doing on Australia day, where you come in for a barbecue, mm. go down the beach. So it's just become a very, it's, it, essentially it's just become this weird culture war thing that seems to be very similar to a lot of culture war stuff across the world at the moment. And um, I don't know what the answer is other than they, Change, changing the date to me makes sense because I'm similar mm. to you. You know, I'm Aussie, English, I'm, you know, as in, you know, dual nationality, all that stuff. I really appreciate Australia a lot. But I do think fundamentally having your national day kind of as the day that colonization, invasion, settlement, yeah, whatever you weird. want to call it. And, and it, also, it, it also feeds into so many. You, you can't do for you, you literally are either on one side or the other. <laughs> And it's very hard to kind of be like, I think, like me and you have said, kind yeah. of in the middle going, well, I came to this as an outsider and I've seen things change and I, I actually appreciate this place a lot. So yeah. it's kind of, but I'm not, but then, you know, I, I've had people jokingly say to me things like English colonizing and all this stuff. And I, but I've also sat and listened to absolute, completely historically inaccurate anti-colonial rants from people yeah. dressed up as, dressed up as some sort of education so it's kind of like there's so many sides but there's also like you said there's people who are kind of waving the aussie flag and being very provocative against the people who want to change a day and all this stuff so it's just a mess isn't it really and it's kind of like it feels like i think there is I, I think i think there is a middle ground um, yeah there must be but it is yeah. but, it, but it does involve probably changing the date if you if you want if you want you know the, the one million or so indigenous people identify as indigenous yeah. in australia to be involved in it <laughs> Um, you probably want them. But having said that, maybe, I mean, I know some indigenous people say they don't want to change the date. So let's not yeah. like 
include because you know there's diversity of opinions within yeah, indigenous exactly. people but certainly yeah. certainly the um um yeah the, the narrative you get is that you know indigenous people want to change the day but i don't know whether that's yeah. true in the entirety I don't, I don't know, to be fair do. i don't either yeah i don't either but i, I do I think but then I, yeah. I i do think that you know once so just imagine a world when we did change the date and then you and then yeah. you go okay well what can we now all celebrate together and being you know australian so. and so on um yeah and then, so. and then you go, but then some people might, then you get like Republic you get debate, you get like, should we change the flag? Cause that's got Union Jack on it. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. But I think the change of date thing because of the representation of, of Captain Cook um, is probably a bit different to those, those other bigger discussions. Uh, well, yeah. not, maybe not even bigger discussions, just other discussions. Well, um, I think also you, um, they, they didn't have Australia Day, did they, as a holiday until like the mid nineties. And then one of the hmm. things, I know, like we said, we want to go too political, but one of the things that I've learned in the last week, because I'm always learning stuff, even though I think you have to go on a social media blackout at this time of year because it's just so divisive. But um, there's lots of lots of Australia Day celebrations were held kind of by in, in individual states and territories as their own type of holiday. So, and there was kind of quite yeah. racist sort of white Australia um, foundations to some of these some of these holidays so just for me i just feel like just scrap it and call it australia day or australia unity day or something like that but just just change the date to, you know because yeah. it used it's to not, be the last friday of each the, the import, of the, each front yeah and the, before January that there was empire day and like yeah, you know, yeah. which is obviously not appropriate really anymore yeah. um so it's not like a new it's not like it's gone on for that long um yeah. you know it's not like it's like that that old and and sort of um no, just change it. you know like um yeah. but yeah you heard it here um, first. Cool. What two two yeah, white anyway. middle aged men say change the date? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Um, I wanted to I wanted to talk about other some other bits and pieces as well. Yeah. Um, the, the I want to talk. I wanted to ask you about. I don't know whether it's the time to talk about this now. Um, you right, What's the matter? Yeah, no, I was just oh. checking something. Um, me, it's fine. I want to talk to you about grip socks. Because um, yeah, let's this, talk grip since, socks. That's, that's what been... we're doing here. Look, we move from Australia Day yeah. and the divisive yeah. cultural war to yeah. grip socks. We can just Bang. toggle between like two apparently unrelated <laughs> subjects. Yeah, just yeah. weave it together. Um, yeah. The since I stopped playing football, which was yeah. a few years, a good few years ago. Right. You've gone on a um, hiatus. I don't think you've stopped entirely. Yeah, I think I don't think grip socks were even a thing. Like, I don't think anyone had any like when I was playing, which is a while ago. Um, yeah. But it seems that you look around all prof- and even all I checked actually the other day, even in rugby, like all professional sports, pretty much. Oh, really? Rugby? Um, yeah. Okay. Every, yeah. yeah, rugby players do it now too. So yeah. if you're not familiar with this, a grip sock yeah. is basically like it's a sock that you get, like you know, when you go to like a, a trampoline world or whatever. It's got like the rubbery yeah. bits, right, on your sock, yeah. Um, yeah. and you basically wear that inside your boot every time you put on the boot, so training and everything, right? But then, That's right. importantly, when you play football, like you know, you wear knee-high socks you pull up your socks over your shin pads but what you do is you cut the foot off them so you basically wear like a leg warmer right so so you wear your normal grip sock and then a kind of leg warmer sock over the top um yeah because i just wondered the regulations of all the socks you have have to to wear that yeah so you do you then buy you matt you could you've got grip socks yeah you i can talk i can talk you through this entire process yeah having two kids who obsessed do you do you have to buy the same color grip socks as what your whatever club you're playing for home socks are? Anyway, well, socks are? the I don't know the the ex, well look I I've got loads of grip socks because I've obviously two sons who football crazy one 
uh, who was very, who jumped on the on the car into quick socks uh, quick socks grip socks Jesus quick socks that's another thing no, he grip was an socks. early adopter was he he was an early adopter um so grip socks i don't know if you remember there's a brand called true socks and they yeah. like i remember gareth bale and a few guys back in about 10 years ago started wearing them maybe true a bit socks. longer and then yeah. that yeah true sock t-r-u-s-o-x if they want to sponsor this video them uh, this uh, podcast they're more than welcome <laughs> to um i mean form a, a line um so i think they became a bit of a thing and they, they and everyone was they were quite gimmicky at the time but i would say two things one is i wear them quite a lot because they they depending on which ones you get and that's a whole nother story um they are i, I like them a lot actually but i also yeah. don't wear them all the time i wear them probably most of the time i play football or, or or train or something but even for running in actually they're really nice for running in but that's that's i'll come to that in a minute but in terms of the colors yeah you have so the fifa regulations um or like fa rules whatever it is you have to have a continuous color um and i think it's it's something like four centimeters above your boot or where the ankle is. So if you have, so, you know, so basically you have to have, you can't have, say, um, if your team wears white socks and you've got a pair of green boots on, you can't yeah. have like white socks, then green socks, then green boots. It has to be all one color. So, um, but if you notice a lot of the grip socks and where they got into a bit of trouble was they will advertise their grip socks because they have like a grip pattern on the back of the heel. On the, on the, on the, on the Achilles tendon sort of area. Achilles tendon area, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's kind of tolerated now, but um, the... So what are they, like, the, what are the best brands of grip socks? Because well, the background here, Matt, the reason, she, the reason for my yeah. question... Well, you'll love if, this. You'll if, love this. Ask the question, but you're going to love my answer 100%. Okay. And anyone who right. knows you will know you will love my answer. Uh, go ask the question now. Oh, is it the cheapest ones? Oh, the no, 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 no. Ask um, the question now. Ask the question now. <laughs> no, I'm just explaining why I'm asking this. Like, apparently, you know, yeah. um, uh, inconsequential uh, <laughs> topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my daughter keeps plays... over. Yeah. My daughter plays Australian. I'm not. I, well, actually, I might. But on the strength that you just said about like running, like gym, I go to the gym what, a bit. I'll like give maybe, you a pair. You know. I'll give you a pair. I've well, we need to try out. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, um, yeah. My daughter plays football. Um, I got yeah. some new boots the other day, and I said, "Oh, you should wear grip socks." If you have a look. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether so it is Aussie actually in there. Wearing them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, and I don't know why. Because in, I reckon it will come in there. I reckon it will start. It will start because it will just. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if they're not. Rug, rugby players do. I asked, I asked my brother-in-law who coaches sort of semi-pro rugby, and he said, "Yeah, yeah all everyone does it. Like, no, like they cut they cut the feet off their socks and basically." Yeah, use but you them. don't have don't to. They, you know. don't you don't have to. Though. Oh, you don't no, have to. Well, you can no, wear them I'll over come the top. To, I'll, 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 I'll explain all okay, your questions, but ask me, yeah. question. ask me your okay. main question. Ask me your main question. Well, just the main question. Basically, I'm going to get her some. I'm going to get a different color for colors for training, and then I get her, she wears like yellow, like gold um, yeah, yeah. knee high socks. So I'm going to get a yeah. kind of yellowy ones for match play, and I was going okay. to get some white and black ones to wear with her white and black boots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, you might brands and yeah, any other related. Right, the best ones, the best ones yeah. for me personally, and if my younger son is listening to this, he hopefully he's agreeing. But I'll get, I will subsequently after we record this, I'll, I'll check with him. You know Timu, the kind of the um the new oh, yeah. uh, interesting like, yeah. shopping, yeah the, the the Chinese shopping online shopping thing that apparently yeah. is you know full of spyware. Yeah. 
basically do not buy <laughs> grip socks from anywhere other than China on online retailers because they're so cheap, genuinely. Yeah. And if you buy them, like if you buy them from, say, a sports retailer, they will be good quality. But one of the funny things about grip socks is I found that you want a thin pair of grip socks because often they will feel quite thick on your feet and in your boot and, and getting the fit inside your boot is, is, is quite, um, is obviously quite important because you know, you want your, you know, the biggest thing about boots is the comfort of the boot really, isn't it on, on your foot. So, and with grip socks, they can often, because they've got that rubber gripping on the butt on the bottom, they can often be a bit thicker. So Timu do a variety of different ones and they're so cheap. And the it's other on the thing, website to, now. they actually come yeah. though when you order them. Oh, I've got yeah. so many pairs of them. Look at look at this, right? If you look in the background right now, <laughs> hang on a minute. I don't, it's really good for our listeners. It's really high quality. Look. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and give you a live demonstration now. I've actually yeah. um, so this is a pair of Timu socks. Mm. I mean, they're, they're cheap as chips. But look, this is what I'm talking about. So. If you bought an expensive pair, the grip pattern would I think be. A I, bit I think I'm looking. I just clicked on the team website. I think I'm looking at exactly that pair of socks. Yeah. But this, see, can you see the see? So obviously the viewers, a pair. The, uh, the listeners might might not appreciate this, but the, oh, no. see the it's top. six dollars eighty six for three pairs. Yeah, see the top. Is that right. Yeah, and it's a, yeah. yeah. See the top. Yeah. See how thin it is. Yeah. So that's oh, okay. they're really comfy to wear. Yeah. So I often wear them when I go out for a run. Now I've I've I won't name the manufacturers. But I've bought a couple of different pairs from Australian-based manufacturers, and they're all the same. Like as in, like as in, sorry, hang on, they're not all the same. They've all got their own proprietary brands, but they'll charge you like 30, 40 bucks for a pair of socks, and it's the same in the UK, 15, 20 quid. And basically, they're they're too thick. They're just too much. Can you feel so, the when you put your foot on the boot? Can you like feel the knobbly bits underneath your no, feet? No, you can't. Feel you like... can't. You can feel oh. it, you can feel the grip. So it's, it's essentially, like yeah, the, the difference is they'll have, it's probably, the other thing I would say to you though, if you're buying them is get, get, try a couple of different types because I don't know if you can see, so this is a mixed pair, which have they're cheap ones off of Timu, but you see the grip pattern's slightly different. Yeah. Yeah, so just, I, honestly, uh, for those listening, those listening at home, and Matt's yeah. just holding up yeah. the screen, uh, the slightly different arrangement of black dots <laughs> yeah. on the bottom of the sock. Uh, yeah. It's not great podcasting, to be honest. No. But, um, no. but in terms really... of in terms, so I would say for me personally, obviously, as just somebody you know knocks about, um, they they make you they just make your boot more comfortable if that if that's what you like. But not everyone likes them, and I've I've found that it's you're just basically trying to find a nice pair of socks that fit well. But in terms of um, comfort and grip and stuff like that, they, they do make a difference, but yeah. it, it is, it is kind of on feel, if that makes sense. You know, like it's, you know, you, like for example, your daughter plays at a very high level with AFL. So she might find it's that little extra 1% that makes her, you know, feel better. Well, that's wearing what I, thought, I, thought, I thought if, if all the pros are doing it, they must know. I mean, having said that, Robbie Fowler did like those breathe right nose strips, and they didn't really yeah, catch on. And if you know, yeah, I know, but if you notice nearly, if you notice nearly every pro does it now. Like, everyone's doing. That's what I mean. Everyone's levels, doing it. All the levels, yeah. And also, I'll tell you why because it's actually because you know, like when you train, you just want a pair of you don't like putting long socks on and shin pads. You just want to put yeah, a nice pair yeah. of comfy socks on and play. And that's why. And if you look, this is quite an in, quite. There's a there's a design. There's a there's a brand called Tape Design, which is I think is I don't know if you get it on Timu or it's on. Um, 
Oh, what's the other one? Not Timu. I've totally forgotten the name of it. What's the other? You know, the the other Chinese me mega site that everyone. Not DH Gate. There's another one. I've forgotten it. I've, um, I've forgotten what it's called now. But um, tape design. So it, me and my boys would often. You know, you're watching. Um, professional footballers, mega, mega rich ones, by the way. Have a look in the Premier League and you'll see loads of players clearly just do what we do and get them off of, you know, Chinese websites because you can actually, you can make the branding out. So, and the, in terms of, um, so what you're talking about, rather than cutting the bottoms off socks now, you can just, yeah. I've, I've bought a few pairs. You just get, they, they're called like um, footless socks or um, just, um, I can't remember, not tube socks, not tube socks. I can't oh, remember. You can now. buy tube. You can buy like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so, okay. so you can just do that again off of the cheap websites. So I've got a few pairs, and and it, they you don't need to take them up because you just put the sock over your your grip sock. So yeah, they work. Loads of loads of lads I play with um, where they wear them as I well. Think, I think also easy. what appeals what appeals to me as well is that when she puts her boots on, it'll yeah. feel exactly the same in training as it will in the game. Like there's, yeah. you know, when you play with yeah. with knee high socks on, it does your foot feels different. And mm. as you said, it's a tiny difference, but yeah. it's a it's a it's a fraction of one percent probably. But if you just feel you can tell, and also if your you foot's not tell. moving around, you're gonna run, you're gonna run more efficiently if your feet yeah, aren't sliding definitely. around. Your you get, I know people yeah. who got who do it, and myself included. You don't get the blisters like you you know you used to get a lot. You could get a lot of blisters mm. sometimes, like randomly. Yeah. And so yeah, look, I would get them and, and the music to your ears is they are very cheap if you get them off yeah. of those websites yeah. they're, horri they're horrifically expensive if you buy them in a shop i mean I, I, you could easily yeah. pay 40 to 70 dollars for a pair so yeah, yeah. i will treat yourself treat yourself home. to a few for, to, to some and just don't worry about the chinese spyware on your phone you'll be fine it's all good <laughs> any more grip socks yeah. questions there, daniel that you'd uh no no nothing about. more i will come back to you though this is probably going to run and run now because I'll, I'll um i'll buy I'll them definitely and then i'll, I'll, I'll give you a pair i've got i've got a load of random pairs oh, okay yeah look you learn as well i can road yeah. test some yeah, yeah well I've, it's um, funny because i bought an expensive pair like well not expensive a couple of pairs off an aussie brand one they're about 40 dollars for two and that and um the, the socks are too thick, so the actual the actual China, Chinese ones come up a bit small, so they stretch to your feet and they're thin and yeah, they're very good. Anyway, that's yeah. it. Cool group socks. All right. Um, other other topics for discussion. Just wanted to we're, we have already spoken for twenty six minutes. Don't want to go on too long. Um, oh, there is a third se third um, Sunderland till I die uh, season coming out on Netflix. So just uh, when's it coming out? To, um, I don't know. Soon. I'll Google it it's in a good, minute though. and find out for you. Um, yeah, and that's got a happy ending because we get promoted in this one. It's not just car crash watching, um, yeah, the uh, chairman's watches and how expensive <laughs> they are, uh, yeah. and signing lots of online players who don't care about the club. And, yeah, that uh, was yeah. Jack Rodwell in the background getting kind of blamed yeah. for it. Yeah. He won't leave. Weird. He won't leave. He's on, he's on. He's on thirty grand a week, and he won't go. It would just be some weird like... kind of shot. He'd been lurking in the background, sort of, kind of like, yeah. you know. There's not many footballers I detest but he's one of them like, there's he? not many either that gets me angry uh, would you have done the same though dan if you were on in his shoes no i have morals man i would have okay. i would have gone yeah okay um i'll, I'll go out the door i'll go and play, actually i'll actually go and play i'm a footballer i'll go somewhere i can actually play football maybe it's and weird not just though isn't it because he, um, he he's ended up in australia and he went He's been at both the Sydney clubs. He's been at, in the three, he's been at three. Yeah, he's been at. Is it just? Is it been three teams he's been at? No, he's, I think he was at Sydney first and then went to Western Sydney. He's not or the very other way good. Around. I mean, I don't think he's, he's very good. He's, he's obviously he's, he's obviously got a 
terrible injury record. But um, yeah. yeah, there you go. See, yeah. shifted through um, the gears. Also, the, lots of topics already. Yeah, the, and with Sunderland-related chat as well, um, yeah, there was a kit leak um, uh, last week. Apparently, we're going back to Hummel as our supplier for oh, next nice. year, which, that, which, which is weird, right? Because in the, that's kind of my heyday of like early to mid. That's some memories for yeah. you. Yeah, 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 sort of like late 80s, early 90s was when we had Hummel yeah. kits. And at the time, yeah. they're a bit naff, but it's like yeah. they've almost gone full circle. They're kind of retro cool now, even though they're a bit like, they're, they're very bold designs. Like, you know it's a Hummel kit straight away, yeah. don't you, when you see it? Cause it oh, yeah, Southampton had a couple of good it. ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll look out for that. I think I've got my original Hummel shirt, so I don't even need to buy one because I can just use my ones from like the early nineties. This is turning money into in like money-saving tips. Save money. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on Facebook Marketplace, which I have an no. addiction to. Um, well, actually, uh, maybe I, maybe you should check out Grip Socks on the Facebook Marketplace. I'm not buying second-hand socks, mate. I've got standards. Okay. <laughs> actually, I just agreed to borrow a pair of yours. I was just being nice though. I wasn't going to wear them. I was yeah, gonna... To be fair, you're t- technically I'm I'm lending these to you. You're not buying them, so you know. Oh uh, yeah, you I know. will return them. Yeah, no, no. I'll wash them know. first as well. I think they're, they're probably worth. It only cost you two dollars. You tight ass. Literally, you want yeah. Them back? <laughs> yeah, washed and ironed. Yeah, washed and ironed. Yeah. Um, other things just to note: the tennis is finished. Obviously, the Oz, Oz Open Australian is in, Open. Uh, yeah. in Australia, um, and it's finishing up. Uh, today and tomorrow, women's finals. Who do you fancy for the women's final, Matt? Um, that Czech girl looks good. Uh, yeah, there's not a, not there's not a Czech girl in the final, but <laughs> okay. yeah, you know, good uh, attempt. Uh, for me, Steffi Graf's if she if she plays to her potential, she's gonna <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, obviously, I was just I was just uh, I knew Matt didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> I was just playing with him. Um, Obviously, Kin Wenzang and uh, Arena Zabalenka in the final. Zabalenka, oh, the clear favourite, I would say, though, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd put Zabalenka. her a clear favourite. I mean, she's done it yeah, before. Um, she's interestingly not have a flag next to her name uh, because she's not allowed to um, no. for, for reasons, um, political reasons at the moment, which is yeah. a bit strange. Um, but yeah, that's later tonight. And then, um, yeah, tomorrow night it's the, the men's final. And who do you fancy for the men's final? No, I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> uh, it's um, Yannick Zinner, his Zinner, who's oh, actually yeah. Italian, but he doesn't look Italian. And I checked it. He's actually from the kind of Austrian border area of Italy. So he's got red hair, Ooh, but he's Italian. Wow. So you kind of go, oh. But he's like the new kid on Italian. the block. He beat, he beat Djokovic last night, which was fantastic because yeah. I I, I've gone off. Djokovic a bit just because I'm he's got massive his... Serbian support down here isn't he he's like huge. yeah oh, he's, huge. he's massive he's huge yeah. and he got beat yesterday and all he could yeah. say was oh, I played badly and I'm like would you not congratulate your opponent first like maybe rather than yeah. just saying oh I played badly I mean that's a bit harsh he did actually congratulate his opponent but that's all I okay. heard um and he's playing against Daniel Medvedev who again um he's normally the bridesmaid he has won a grand slam oh, yeah. but um yeah he so two he can make that tennis racket seeing old Medvedev Danny yeah. can't he <laughs> Hardest game yeah, in the world. The old game. You, I mean, you were talking the other day about his backhand, mate, weren't you? Oh, you know, his backhand. Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't seen a backhand yeah. like that since Becker, but yeah. yeah. What do you think about his position on the return, where he stands? It's quite quite unique, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. He's, he's he likes to take the front foot with that, really, for me. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he does. He does stand right back yeah. his opponent, doesn't he? And um, he does, you know, yeah. hardest game in the world, the old tennis game. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so for me, Sabalenka to win the women's, and I'm going to go for Sinner just because he played so well last night. He just if you can blow away Djokovic, 
you can definitely beat Medvedev. So um, yeah. to be fair, that's, even our, that's know, our tennis spot. Even I know that, and I know very, very little about tennis. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It does take over because I work in the city. I I go on the train past it every day. Oh, of course, kind of you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I didn't. I, my son went a couple of times, and then um, my mum normally go, comes yeah. out, and then I didn't go. I'm actually going tomorrow. Weirdly, for this for this um like a DJ set, Groove Armada and Rudimental. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I actually quite fancied yeah. that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Groove yeah. Armada. Well, well yeah. hold that thought if you are available. Barbara, I've got to ticket for Barbara, but she's not feeling very well. So maybe you might get a late call up, Matt, if you're free. <laughs> I don't know. I can't promise Groove anything. Groove Armada. No, that's good. Yeah. And then, and you, you, get a free, you get a free ticket into the actual open as well, but there's nothing, there's no actual tennis happening. You can just walk around. <laughs> there might there might be like an odd yeah. game going on, but like there's yeah, not really yeah. anything happening. Yeah. But yeah, cool. All right. Well, should we leave it there and then yeah, come back and talk on. a bit about football yeah. after the break, as is our yeah. normal pattern? Cool. Yeah. All right. See you after the break. All right, mate. See you in a bit. What's that beeping noise? Okay, welcome back to part two, um, where we will talk some football, as is our... Oh, hello again, Matt. Yeah, sorry. Just reminding everyone that you're here. Um, the um, Let's talk about Klopp first, because that's kind of the big news. My friend Terry popped around earlier, and he was had his black armband on in a kind of jovial way uh, to, rep, to um, commemorate the Klopp's announcement, which is that he will leave Liverpool at the end of the year. Um, I, I think... I think it's quite refreshing to hear someone just say, oh, I fancy a bit of a break. Like, we all think, yeah. you know, football's great. Uh, why wouldn't you want to be involved in it every minute of every day? Um, but actually, to say, like, it's just too draining and I want to leave for a bit. He's very, he's loved by Liverpool fans. He's won things. Um, he's got a bit of, obviously, his personality, I think, is also part of the package. Um mm. He's uh he's worked, you know, he you've seen him in pubs singing Liverpool songs with a guitar accompaniment. You know, he, he gets it, he gets the club yeah. sort of thing. I know it's a bit cliche. Um gets the vibe. But yeah, and I think gets the vibe, yeah. And I think also, you know, teams like Liverpool yes, they have sack managers in the past, but they like to to have a kind of either like a quiet exit, um yeah. or them to go out like this. Um because and I kinda of Arsenal are a bit like that as well. They're a bit old old money and they're a bit like they like to kind of, be, you know, yeah, yeah they're used to be, and they kind of show that they've actually either give the give the impression anyway that they've they've got it all under control and they've got everything planned, yeah. and they're not just yeah. they're not just hiring and firing at will, which is kind of like a Chelsea, for example, is the other end of the scale where, you know, you don't you have a bad half season and you're out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I suppose that's the big news. What what are your thoughts on on Clippity Klopp? Um. Oh, I actually do like him. Um, he gets a bit of stick, and there's all the narratives, isn't there? Like you know, and uh, about all the managers, and yeah, he gets you know the passion of Liverpool and all that kind of stuff. And Liverpool's massive, as we often say, like down here, particularly of our generation, because of the football the way football was shown back in the 80s and 90s over here. Liverpool are huge in Australia, but uh, I th- I think it's um, I I think it's nice and refreshing and honest and everything else that he said. But I do wonder about timing because um, Liverpool are top of the the uh, Barclays, aren't they? Top of the Premier League. And, Barclays um, Premier League? Or is it the Cannon League Division Barclays, 1? Barclays, as we have to call it now, the <laughs> Cannon League Division 1. 
Jeez, you stopped me. I haven't heard that from... Well, hmm. what, for, well whatever happened to Cannon anyway? Didn't they sponsor well, yeah, Arsenal yeah. at one point? <laughs> oh, no, no, good joke. No, they didn't. Um, the um, no, I, I, the only thing I think is like, I do wonder if he, if someone found out about it and he had to come out with it now because I do, I do think the danger is, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I could get into stereotypes here and start upsetting Liverpool fans, but you know, Liverpool. It's a it's a different place, isn't it? Those those special European nights at Anfield, and this means more, and all that kind of stuff. I kind of feel like is, right, the, the, the the danger is, and this kind of happened a bit with Wenger um, with Arsenal, is that him leaving becomes the biggest story. So the, you know the the team have got to focus, you know, the, the you know on the rest of the yeah. season. They're still in, you know, they got the F, they're in the FA Cup, they're, you know, League Cup, and they got the um, it could uh, be. Top of the, yeah. top, top of the Premier League. So I do think there's a danger that it becomes very emotional because he's really loved at Liverpool and he's he's led them, you know, let's be honest, if it wasn't for Man City yeah. and, you know, for various reasons, I'm not going to go into that, but, you know, being so dominant, Liverpool probably would have won more than won the one title they've won and they probably, you know, they've, they've, well, they've been in two European Cup finals and 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 won a third. So uh, you know they got the yeah. Euro Europa League as well. So let's be honest, they'd have probably won a couple of Premier Leagues um, if it wasn't for Man City. So I do think the danger is it becomes uh, well. As an Arsenal fan, obviously I'm hoping that it just turns into an emotional overload and they collapse and um, we finish. Yeah, I think it, it it could though be the opposite end of that argument, and it could be a psychological masterstroke as they're doing it for Jurgen. You know, in his last yeah, hurrah. A, a, I know, but that, that, they've got that, to do that it. That could be really motivating for the players. To that's, think a that like, games, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. to they do, do but, it, they're, you know. but they're in such they're in such good form though. Like it's but like this means more. They're I not suppose, losing. Yeah. They've lost. They've lost one game or something this year, haven't they? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're they're, they're like, in very good form, but no one really expected it. They've lost one league one league game. Like yeah, they're like ridiculous, really. When they've just re-engineered their whole midfield. Yeah, I know, um, but I, I, I just kind of feel like I'm not. Bit, I try not. I don't mean it in a negative way. I just think it's a danger that you know because oh, yeah. we know with with football. So you know, this is top level football. So so much is as we always say is you know those kind of fine margins that the marginal gains. And you think you know Mo Salah is a crucial player. He's away with the Afcon. You know, is he going to? There's there's a lot of talk that he's picked up an injury. How fit's he going to be? You know, you can sort of see. I can see it happening, it's classic sitting on the fence, but I can see it being very inspiring, like you say, but also the danger is it kind of becomes something bigger than, than it, than, you know, the actual team and, uh, you know, and I can, yeah, anyway, look, we'll see. I mean, I I think he's been great. I think he's been great for English football to be totally honest with you, because if it wasn't for him, then Man City would have just won way more than they, Mm. than they have done. So for me, as much as I really, I'm not a massive Liverpool fan because being a child of the 80s, like we've talked about before, and just seeing Liverpool win everything all the time, it got quite dull. So, you know, I, I think, you know. I think, um, yeah, but I, I do, it's quite refreshing though to hear someone just go, I need a bit of a break. I mean, I think he will yeah. come back. He'll, he'll probably go back to Germany, I reckon, maybe national coach. It would be hilarious um, if he goes to Saudi Arabia, I think. I don't that would think just be so I funny. See it. <laughs> no, I, I can't see, see it, but it, it would be hilarious. <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, he could go somewhere in Italy or Spain, or he could go to German national. I think that's the obvious. It's hard to, it's it's hard to say. Where, where would he go? Because in terms of, you know, he's done it in Germany. 
what would he yeah he said he wants a year off doesn't he so yeah and he's yeah. he's an elite he's like top sort of three four managers in the world really isn't he? i think so, he's been good as you said i think he's been good for the game he's been good for the premier league he's he's you know he's he's been obviously paid lots of money to do his job but i think he has had a positive influence and um he's sort of and they had a bit of a rough patch like last year and yeah. No, no Liverpool fan I heard was saying you know they should even think about getting rid of him, but because no. because they just don't. He had enough in the bank, you know, because of his achievements. Yeah, so. But I, I think yeah. he's. I think like I know a lot of it's obviously you know we don't know these people really, and we're always guessing what they're like. But yeah. for me, I just I get the feeling my read on him is like most of the time he's being as close to his normal personality as he can be. Yeah. You know, most of the time. The only one thing I would say is I don't know if this is something that our overseas viewers uh, sorry i keep saying viewers today because we're recording some our overseas <laughs> listeners well maybe the sock thing. you're presuming yeah, they the can see the song yeah we need, to put this, we need to actually make this a youtube podcast now um yeah. but have you seen that you know peloton the um fitness yeah um, stuff have you seen the jürgen klopp peloton advert over because it's on mm. it's on optusport oh, oh my days it is like i would say if he's going to do anything on his year off, maybe acting classes for a year because he's terrible. <laughs> it's basically Jurgen Klopp does a workout um, indoors because it's raining on his, and he's yeah. got all, he's got like all the Peloton equipment, which I'd imagine for him isn't a lot of money, but for the average no, person, no. it'd be horrifically expensive. But yeah, if you get a chance, um, listeners, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll try and have, have a look for it because he's, yeah, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's a natural um, actor, to be totally honest. No. I mean, he's, got, I mean, he's already got the he's, he's already got the terrific Hollywood teeth, though, hasn't he? He's, had, he he's has, clearly yeah, had and his they, teeth, and they get a good showing in this ad, in this ad. And there's <laughs> yeah. a, and I have to say, it was like you have to like yeah. squint when he smiles. Like if you, you if you imagine if you if you imagine some sort of eighties um, Rocky montage, it's a bit like that. There's a great bit where he's yeah, lifting yeah. some weights. But yeah, so for me, um, I think it'll be interesting to see who Liverpool get in and. Who mm. who knows? Let's talk about what, Carlo um, Ancelotti. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Or maybe um, uh, Alonso. He's had great <laughs> success in Germany, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's only been there five minutes, and I think I he's already getting asked that, isn't he? I know. I know, Brendan but Rodgers... he was very because he was he was such a popular player. Again, he's got uh, yeah. he's got it's currency. a hard one. Though. It's a very hard look. Look at the transition. Like they did really well getting Klopp. I mean, I'd love Klopp to have come to Arsenal when there was a lot of talk yeah. of him coming to Arsenal when he went to um, when he went to uh, Liverpool. But that, I mean, that is a massive transition. It's definitely not going to be Steven Gerrard, is it? After um, you know his fall from no. grace managerially. So, no, and talking so. of that, um, what about your? I mean, we can't really <laughs> not mention <laughs> talking about Liverpool and Saudi Arabia and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, Dan, but Jordan Henderson no longer plays in Saudi Arabia. Obviously, no. having, um, having you know brought the Rainbow Pride movement even closer to fruition in Saudi Arabia, his work's done, and he's gone to he's gone his to work's uh, done. He's, he's, done yeah. he's done the job there now. The Saudi he's convinced the Saudi Arabians of yeah. uh, the worth of being inclusive, uh, <laughs> and his his work now moves to Holland. Which weirdly, you know, historically has been a reasonably progressive place. Yeah. Uh, so not quite sure. He's, he's gone down. Where, he's gone down really well, hasn't it? You know, I actually you were saying what was it about the shirts? You were saying. Um... Yeah, he's got the highest, um, the fastest selling shirt um, in Ajax's yeah. club history, which is they've had some pretty big names Weird. go through them since the old shirt printing uh, club shop purchases have started. So, um, yeah. I think what it, 
I think with Henderson, he's a funny player because he gets a lot of like negative press. Not um, like the Saudi Arabia, you know, LGBTI wow. stuff aside. Yeah. I think, and yeah. it all stems from Alex Ferguson. It, Alex Ferguson didn't rate him and said yeah. and said as much. Um, right. That that echoes through. That's echoed through his career. Um, I okay, think it's fantastic. I, yeah. I think he's yeah. He, Alex Ferguson said, "Oh, he just oh, he's, he, he's got a weird." He said he had a weird running style. Oh, that's he right. He work, did, didn't he? Yeah. And he look, he might do. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not yeah. an expert. But the point is, he's a fantastic player, and and he would add yeah. any team, like any team in the top league anywhere yeah, in the oh, world. He's a very you put good Jordan player, Henderson yeah. into it. He's going to yeah. improve it. Like he's just because yeah. he's just so he understands the game, and he just he's he'd be one of the fittest players on the books. He's like Leader. a kind of James Milner type. Yeah. Looks after yeah. himself in the off season, just goes hard, yeah. um, and and he's always been able to do that. When he was a kid at Sunderland, he, he could run run around all day. So the um, if he, I think he'll do really well at Ajax, just as Kane is doing, is is ripping it up um, in in at Bayern Munich, and just as um, Jude Bellingham is in Real Madrid, I think he'll mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be brilliant for. Um, and um, and I think they're looking. I think um, someone said the other day I was listening to another podcast, a rival podcast, uh, and they were talking about um, that third England midfield berth, and uh, I think they're all moving now because Henderson's thinking, hang on a minute. I might be able to get a spot in the squad here, but not if I yeah. stay in Saudi Arabia, I won't. Um, so he's moved to get game time. He's moved to play. Are Ajax are still in the Champions League, are they? I can't remember. I didn't check. I'd have to double check to be totally honest with you. You could just check that, Matt, while I'm talking. Um, yes. And then um, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the, we've also got you know, Calvin Phillips moving yeah. West Ham. Um, obviously, hardly kicked a ball for Manchester City. He's thinking yeah, also. Yeah, that was a weird move. Yeah, well, he's I'm thinking, hang on a minute. I was like pretty much a, a staple in this midfield a few years ago uh, yeah. before I moved and then got injured and so on. So he's he's also yeah. moved to West Ham where, although he's not a shoe-in for a, for a start, he, you know, you'd think he will push um, to get included in that starting 11 for West Ham. So it's all these midfielders are thinking, I need to, you know, because you've got Declan Rice and Bellingham are clearly nailed on. Um, if they're fit to start in that England midfield, like yeah. you wouldn't, no one would, pro- you wouldn't get many people disagreeing with that. But there is a, right. there is probably another, depending on the formation, there is another spot there um, yeah. for someone with that kind of anchor point. Given that Declan Rice li- has played, you know, likes to go forward a bit more these days. But whether or not he'll yeah. be allowed to, I don't know. He's, he's been so it. good for Arsenal, Declan Rice. It's yeah. He, is he playing further forward than he does for England normally? He, he's not he playing that anchor role. He, he, he yeah. kind of plays uh, in the. He's not an eight, but he's more of a six at times. But he's in yeah. this kind of hybrid six-eight role. But he, um, but he does he just, bomb. He does bomb on a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. He just, he just. The, the, I think he's one of the, genuinely one of those players because he's not like lightning quick or anything. But he's one of those players that just seems to be everywhere all the time. So he's a, in some ways he's mm. a bit of a throwback. You remember the old sort of, you know, like an old box-to-box midfielder. He's kind of got that element yeah. to him where he's just like if you. I mean, obviously, I watch all the Arsenal games, and I'm obviously completely biased, but genuinely, like. No one questions the money we spent on him now because it's just he's everywhere. Like he's actually, if anything, if you ask any Arsenal fans, are probably bricking it that he's going to get injured because he he just he's Ooh. just one of those players in a weird way, probably a bit like Jordan Henderson. I mean, I'd say Rice is. Yeah, no, uh, well that's the thing. It's it's Calvin know, it, Phillips, it, Henderson, that that yeah. box to box midfielders that just want to. Rice is Rice is um. There's some interesting if you're into all this sort of stuff stats about when he's at West Ham. He's definitely carried that into the Arsenal, where he's. He's got, I think it's something, they call it progressive ball carries, which I think is basically he dribbles into good spaces or something. You know, I can't remember exactly how they work out this stat, but you well, want to be... you're not dribbling having, backwards. 
yeah, something <laughs> like that. Progressive, yeah. But um, he he see so he had in the top five leagues in Europe. I think he was number one or two or something last year at West Ham. So if you think like West Ham, a lot of the time are sitting back with the like defending, um, you know, that kind mm. of play style under Moyes. So yeah, I, I think I, I liked Calvin Phillips, but really my my memories of him now are sort of at Euro twenty twenty, which is obviously three four years ago now, and. Um, I, he's barely really feels like he's barely played since then. Bizarre move with Man City. I, I kind of don't get that. But Jordan Henderson, I like as a player, but I do feel if he's got anything about him, he, I mean, talking in as we were about Klopp earlier, if Henderson's got anything about him, he really should just put, you know, come out and say something because I don't, I, I really not a massive fan of getting involved in politics and all that sort of stuff too much I just think you, you do your work quietly because you're sort of damned if you do damned if you don't type of thing but mm. for someone who has put himself you know um, and this is my hot take but for someone who's put himself out there so much and then obviously you know particularly with diversity and rainbow laces and all that stuff then goes to Saudi Arabia and we can you know we know all about that then comes back you kind of feel like so quickly, six months into a, th- you know, this is a three-year deal. Six months into just, it, he's gone. Think, I mean, I've you know. said, I think the re- the England reason, I think, is big, but there must be other things. Like, if he was absolutely loving it, he might not care about. I, just, the I, I actually thing. think like, he was. Is, all, is it just he was in the England like half squad. The team, Is it like half the team? He was in, bit, he's in the, the England squad. Again. But I half actually, the teams are playing against the like farmers, are they? Like in the Saudi league still? Like, no, they'll be if if you look at the level. Like, there's a lot of um. There's a lot of good players. I mean, you know, like, you, you know, define good, but as in, you know, there's a lot of decent pro, um, professional level, uh, professional players there. You know, there's Australians over there. There's, you know, like there, there's, there's lots of Asian players, obviously, because it's in Asia, but, you know, as in like from this side of Asia where we're from, mm-hmm. you know, there's obviously European players, but, and some African players as well. But I, but at a decent level, obviously not amazing, but I, I think it's interesting because if you, I would advise anyone who who's got any sort of interest in football and the Saudi thing, go jump on YouTube and just find a random video about Jordan Henderson leaving, right, or anything to do with Saudi Arabian football, and look in the comment section because I, I was looking at some stuff about this, and mm. there are so many bots clearly from Saudi Arabia. Or really, pe- say because, more. Yeah, it's in, basically saying it will be. There'll be loads of. Um, I'm, I'm saying they're bots, but then genuinely there will be a lot that are clearly bots um, and others. But there'll be lots about there'll be lots of comments about Europe doesn't have a divine right to all the best players that kind of stuff. That's fair, cool. I, I can't argue with that. You know, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. But yeah. but, but the other idea. thing is there'll be there, there's lots about how um, you know it's Saudi Arabia's success story. It's coming and it's going to be massive. All this kind of stuff. There's clearly yeah. you know there's something that I'm not getting into all conspiracy levels. Here, there's but a there's, there's, being there's clearly yeah. a narrative that's bit, that's and you know we know that. Um, you know Russia, for example, with all the Ukraine stuff, and you know that you know mm. you know we know like nation states can do this. But what's interesting is that Benzema wants to leave. Apparently, he's been there yeah. again, what half a season. Um, Emmerich Laporte, who I can't believe went to Saudi Arabia because he's like 31, 32. You think how good he is? I don't even know if he's that old. He was already saying that he, none of the players live in Saudi Arabia. So no. apparently one of the big Dubai issues, Boston, well, they live in Dubai, Dubai or they live in um, Bahrain. That's the other thing. So, so Emmerich Laporte saying he's got a 75 minute each way um, drive to training. So I know we were sort of chatting yeah. earlier, but you think like these guys are multi-millionaire players, but 
a 75 minute, one hour, 15 minute drive each way to your job yeah, every day. Okay. It's not ideal, you know? And I think that's the reality is it's, you are literally going for the money. Let's, you know, let's not dress it up as some massive cultural experience. It sounds like from what is, you know, and I'm trying to be as objective as possible because I do think it's, it's, it's not, you know, the Saudi pro league is not being, you know, being, is not kind of all about football, obviously, but um, it sounds like, that you know some of these players are questioning why they went there because if you think like Benzema's 36 so it's not like you're he's not like he's going oh, I'm 31 I've come over here too early I want to go mm. back and play in in you know in Spain or France so it's um yeah it's interesting well, Benzema's you know, it's playing his international bridges though isn't he like Henderson's at least got that international thing where he's thinking I need to be playing against better quality opponents in the run-up to Euros yeah, but, yeah I, I know but maybe yeah I know but, but I do but find that you surely you would have known that like look, that's, that's, that's the whole point. Signed. Yeah, I think that's, that's, I think it's just I think it. it's just come home to roost, and he's like, it's not as good as he thought, and yes, he gets paid millions and millions of pounds. Did he ever but actually, think it was going to be that good, though, Dan? All I know, it? maybe it's just it's so hard. It's so hard. I mean, we we're not top level football players, and we could have told him the drop off in quality and the gaps in quality would be mm. insanely but the, different compared but to the what seven times to. increase in your salary might just uh, uh, soften the blow a little bit of yeah well the tax he's got to pay yeah. what is it 40% in tax or something hasn't he? he's got isn't the you've got to pay a bit like pay a bit back massive yeah. massive tax so yeah look and i just think ultimately it'd be nice if he came out and sort of said look this is what i did got it wrong i don't think he's going to do that no, I don't think he's going to do that either. But I don't know. yeah, interesting, interesting. So, yeah. um, so there's no there's no Premier League games this weekend, but we did. There are some Cup, middle there? of next week. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so it's the the cup games that dominate. But um, um, the um, we we can talk a bit about the championship. So um, Leicester oh, have yeah. pretty much. I think there's a bit of daylight now between Leicester and everyone else. And Southampton yeah. and Leeds have closed Crazy. the gap in Ipswich. So there's kind of, Three teams kind of vying for that last automatic place now. Ipswich, Southampton yeah. and Leeds. Which, over the start of the season, everyone would probably expect. Maybe not Ipswich, but certainly Southampton and Leeds to be... I'm, 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 well, you say that. I'm actually... Sorry to interrupt. I'm actually a little bit surprised about Leeds because they were in such a mess when they went down. I thought yeah. they would, they were really in danger of... To, to use the, the term doing a Leeds, but they are uh, so far... They They're seem doing to... a Sunderland slash Man City, <laughs> yeah. They, slash they have retained... They've retained yeah. about half their... Well, most of their team, haven't they? They haven't sold too many. Yeah, no, I, I just... They, 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 they did get rid of a few, but I just thought they were in a real mess at the end of last season. So, yeah, mm. I'm surprised. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I think they're there by, look as it stands now with, what, sort of 15, 16 games to go, they look like it's three... Any any one from those three, which leaves the other two in the playoffs, and those other so there's really only two playoff places up for grabs really, and then yeah. pretty much half the league uh, would would suggest that they might do that. Um, Sunderland are in that pack. They've gone a bit off the boil. They lost the last two league games. Um, they're, they're rounding a little bit on the manager. Um, he's from Bromley, so like you know in the northeast they're a, a parochial lot. And they're already, know, they're already upset he, about the manager. Did you say? Uh, he's, I, he. It's a results business, Matt, as you know, a bit of a cliche. Um, but yeah, he, it, yeah, he's 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 got a bit of a, you know, he's from Bromley and he's got a bit of a southeast accent. So he's um, okay, and he's done, yeah. he hasn't really done much wrong, I don't well, think. I think the problems Mowbray in the squad was... were already there before he came. In that we don't have a striker, we dominate yeah. possession and we just don't take our chances, and then we just we just get a little bit leaky at the back. Um, yeah. But we go again. We've got Stoke again on um, Stoke um, early tomorrow morning. 
um, and who are, who aren't great. Um, Lyndon Gooch, though. So Lyndon Gooch was a came over from California, was on Sunderland's books as a kid. Mm. Uh, we sold player. him weirdly. Yeah. He's a good, he's a solid Championship player. I don't think he's yeah. quite a Premier League standard, but he did play for Sunderland in the Premier League. Um, and I think he uh, he's he's now at Stoke and he's coming back. I think he'll be well received by the fans. I think he was very He'll well back liked. a price then, um, obviously. Yeah, well they normally do. Returning players, players coming back from injury normally do well. Yeah. <laughs> at the Stadium of Light, ex players, yeah, like yeah. Lyndon Gooch will. But he respect. He won't well. obviously respectfully. He won't. He won't, he won't celebrate he won't. He'll when just he scores. Walk, he'll walk quite. He'll jog <laughs> yeah. slowly back to the halfway line if he does score. Yeah. Respectfully, which always makes will, it so much. So much nicer, doesn't it, when they don't celebrate? It's like yeah, cheers well, yeah. for that. Just there's celebrate. There's pictures of him when he must have only been about thirteen or fourteen. Moved to Sunderland from California. Yeah, man. From Santa Cruz, like. Yeah, he's, um, he's, you know, his brother's a surfer and stuff. Like, well, I don't know why you would do that necessarily, but anyway, he did that. And he's got a weird, like, American slash sort of Macam accent. He's got very weird to hear him talk. <laughs> yeah, I have Quite heard him a couple of times. Quite yeah. an interesting character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the song I mentioned. Um, Sun until I die earlier. So yeah, get on yeah. that on Netflix when it comes out. Nice. Um, the um, oh, what else are we going to talk about? Something else we're going to talk about, Matt? Any other anything? African oh, oh, that's right. We're going to that's right. We're going to talk about the African. But just before we do, just before we do, because yeah. the one thing I did want to mention very quickly was because um, it's kind of the transfer window at the moment's open and it's been super quiet. But mm. um, in the women's game, I just want to say this: Myra Ramirez, Chelsea signed for three hundred eighty-four thousand pounds, which makes it the uh, I think it's the is that the world I think it's the world record most expensive player in the women's game. Oh. For three hundred eighty-four thousand pounds, so it just shows where's, you where, how. Who's, who's that's a Chelsea. Where's she from? She, uh, Levante in Spain. So, okay. um, and obviously, um, we, we saw her play. That's why I brought. So, do you remember when we went to see Colombia and they basically had that big oh. number nine up front? Yeah, that's her, and she was handy. Oh, she was okay. clearly, she was clearly that you know, that focal point, that sort of best. You know, oh, you know, okay. that sort of, yeah. Do you oh. remember she? Had, uh, she was like yes. Yeah, but um, and I think I'm just very quickly pretending I know this and not looking it up. But I think she's got kind of some indigenous heritage as well. I could I'm just checking it, oh, like okay. as in, yeah, from like we're uh, in over there. So I'm just trying to, and because Sam Kerr, obviously massive over here, did her ACL, so she's out. But uh, yeah, I could be wrong about Ramirez, but I'm sure I saw something during the World Cup about that. But yeah, um, she was she was decent. Yeah, she was decent. So. Yeah, she's uh you as soon as you see a photo of her you'll remember we we got to see her play. Yes. So it's uh so but it just shows you know, like you've got like some you know, the disparities in the women's game and the men's game, you know, like in some ways over in England you've got fifty plus thousand people rocking up to the Emirates to watch the England, you know, Arsenal women's. But then you've got a yeah. record signing that's what, three hundred you know. Three hundred eighty-four thousand pounds is is like kind of you. You got. I'm going to sound all talk sport. You got players on the Premier League on that kind of money a week, you know. <laughs> so um, there you go. That's my generic talk sport bloke accent uh, done. So yeah. And the other cool. thing I was just going to quickly jump in and say was quick update on the boys, uh, Tunbridge Angels. So they have. Um, oh yeah. The under the under 19s finally managed to get a game. Uh, after all, they've had two actually. I think since we last spoke, they lost, and I, oh, I think they played. Sutton. So they both playing together in the same team. Yeah, sorry they... about that. I just had to mute myself while coughing. Yes, yeah, so they both play for the under nineteens. Um, 
uh, at at Tunbridge, um, Tunbridge Angels. Yeah. So I think they played Sutton and they lost like three two, and they should have won. They were two nil up, and apparently the defence let in a few leaky ones. But um, I think one of my boys got a, Felix got a goal. Casey didn't, and then they've just played this week. They played Charlton Athletic Trust, not Charlton Athletic's actual team. There's various different trust teams that um. Hmm. T- Loads, and they won. I think it was fourteen nil. So they smashed them quite heavily. And uh, I think Casey got two. Felix got a goal and a couple of assists. So I watched the highlights of that. It's pretty good. That's one of the advantages now. Yeah. All the all the games are filmed, so you can. And because of AI, you can just basically you don't have to watch a whole game. You can click through and watch it. So um, yeah, so they're so they're enjoying it. They've finally got back back to playing. Um, and yeah, they seem to be doing okay over there. So. I'll, I yeah, must say, Matt, because I am, I am uh, for various, well, for one reason, I'm going back to England in March, so I may well try and catch a game if they... Yeah, if I'll, I'll, yeah they'd love that, um, yeah, because they, they've I had a couple of... If it's at home, I can literally walk there in 10 minutes from my mum's yeah. house, which is quite yeah. weird to be talking about something on the other side of the world. Well, well the planet. If, <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll probably... Have, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll let you know, obviously. We'll take, you know... Yeah, we'll, well I'll look at near the time. Yeah. We'll check yeah. the fixtures. I'll, I'll get the fixtures off you and I'll um, yeah. try and coordinate. You should be able Even if you've got to drive a bit. I'm... I'm yeah, when are, are the game? Be... Are they like midweek games, or are they? The yeah, Wednesday, in... about Wednesday, one o'clock in the afternoon, roughly around that time. They oh, well, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, as one, sometime in March. Yeah. I'm going to. Well, they've got a couple of catch-up games as well, so there'll definitely be games. I'm actually cool. going to England as well, so I've booked my tickets. I'm flying over on the 11th of April for a couple of weeks, so I'll I'll, I'll get to see them play a couple of games then. Are as you well. doing the Plus... direct flight from Perth again? Perth? Or no, you... I I, look, I, I actually was going to, but um, trying to arrange it was it's only available on certain dates essentially, and uh, so no, I'm I'm going to do an Emirates for, one. But for it's, those I'm that not... don't know, you can fly direct to London now from Australia, but only from yeah. Perth. It's like was it 18 hour, 19 hour trip? Yeah, it's right? 16 or something. But to be fair, 16? the um, oh, okay. the one I'm actually flying on is 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 about as quick or slight or, or like 30 minutes quick or something ridiculous. But it's more it's, just it's a Emirates. hassle. You haven't got to get yeah. off and on sort of thing, I suppose. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. But um, I'm definitely yeah. going to do the Perth one at some point. So um, I've yeah. I've heard it highly recommended because you're basically on a plane for a long time so just mm. do it mm. but um the other thing i was going to mention is the boys are, are going up with um uh, my brother tom hello uncle tom if you're listening i know he likes listening to the show um i don't know why i did that voice apologies uh he is taking them up to watch wimbledon afc wimbledon as they're obviously known these days um against mansfield <laughs> No. So Wimbledon versus Mansfield. So uh, yeah. So so I'll, I'll, um, they're going up there on on the weekend. So yeah, they've they've got to watch quite a few different games. So so yeah. But not, yeah, not a plough lane though, right? Or they no, I don't think they're moving back there though, aren't they? They're meant to be moving. Or that have they moved back there? I'm sure I saw I something know. about. There, or it's near Plough Lane, really isn't it, or something? Know. I don't know. Yeah, it's somewhere in South London. League two, yeah. mate. You, what mate, about so you, you've gone on a couple of tangents, mate. We were going to talk about the African Nations. Cup, yeah, go back. African Nations, go African boom. African Nations, yeah. So um, I know it's there's been some amazing games. I've, I've been catching up with some of it. I know that um, Equatorial Guinea had an amazing result. Yeah. Um, and but what's cool and there have been lots of nil nils though I think there is one group where pretty much only one team's won the game and it's pretty much been nil nils for every other yeah. game but that happens yeah. right we all know about my record at World Cups and nil nils anyway yeah. well, um, let's not talk about the, that yeah let's not talk about that um, but what caught my eye more was the nicknames of the teams they're brilliant like some of the nicknames are like yeah. amazing so yeah. just 
ones that caught my eye. So um, Benin, Matt, any any yeah. ideas what uh, the, the 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 Benin are known as, known as the squirrels. Um, Obviously. And the, the, the best bit about this is on the uh, you know extensively researched, i.e. Wikipedia reference, it says yeah. Benin chose the squirrels' nickname to reflect a small nation aiming to climb high, nice. <laughs> which I loved. I thought. You, they've they've thought they, about it. They've thought they've they've found the animal that fits yeah. what their vision is um, as can, a small nation. So that's one. Can I ask, if I may? Yes. I mean, obviously, I, when we think of squirrels, we think of the ones you get in England. But um, yeah. are there squirrels in Benin? Because if they, if there's not, I mean, if there's not, know. can you find out for the next okay. pod, please? I'll find out next not, time. If there's not but, squirrels but, in Benin, that is absolutely bizarre i mean on yeah, many levels the, the other thing although having said that you know three lines on my chest map there's no well, lines actually, in england are there can i just can i just stop you there because i did <laughs> learn i did learn that that's apparently three leopards not three lions three leopards on my chest apparently it's actually they're leopards and over the years they've become known as lions so oh, yeah i am okay. um, yeah yeah i heard that on a podcast um about a okay I'll, gonna... I'll change that there's yeah. no leopards in england matt <laughs> Well, don't, don't, look, that's what I heard. I don't know it's 100%. Apparently, it's leopards. Leopards yeah. or lions, mate. There's still another thing. Leopards on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe a bit of a. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. change anyway, its spots. You know? um, yeah. But it's actually funny. So, so Benin have chosen one like an animal to represent their vision and their, how they move forward. Whereas others, other countries have chosen things that just sort of give you a bit of information about the country. So, for example, Equatorial yeah. Guinea are known as the yeah. National Thunder. And that sounds exciting. <laughs> it's actually just because. Um, there's lots of uh, thunderstorms in Ecuador, Guinea. So, but that's in, yeah. So it's like from the Ecuadorian think, though, climate thunderstorms. Can you imagine, like, in uh, that sounds like some sort of mid '90s like focus group? Okay, guys, we've got yeah. to come up with a, uh, a national national nickname for the uh, the national soccer team. Yeah, yeah. And we, these are the options. You know, the what is it? The Just, national thunder. Yeah. The National Thunder is Equatorian. Who had a great result the other day? Because I only saw it because I read the article and I was like, "The National Thunder? What? What do you mean? What's that?" I know, and I I know it's it Equ- I know it's Equatorial Guinea, so probably they probably don't use scarves that much. But could you imagine? Yeah. You know, like you get the you know when you get like um, a team scarf and it's got Equatorial Guinea and then in, just underneath it the National Thunder. <laughs> yeah, I might look, I might try and get a shirt with uh, some of the. Let's go National um, Thunder. Just to get... <laughs> The other ones that caught my eye, Mauritius, are the dodos, the extinct nice. bird. I thought, Weird. why choose? I mean, squirrels one thing, but to choose an extinct mm. bird, I mean, they're, I they reckon if you're not alive anymore. I was going to say, if you're going to go, Mauritius, if you're going to go for an animal, you either want one that's very much alive or a mythical animal, not one that was a yeah. bit stupid and sort of died yeah. out. Yeah, and, and just apology, evolution just. If dodos are stupid, yeah, evolution to evolution to give us. Maybe we do a bit of a deeper dive, Matt, into other nicknames because this has made me think that like some there's different reasons for picking nicknames for teams, and there's there's also political reasons sometimes. Well, that, the Matil- to be fair, the Matildas was chosen. That I know that as a nickname for the Australian Andrew Patterson women's song, Waltzing Matilda, right? Yeah, they they had they had loads of different nicknames in the nineties, and and uh, the M- Matildas was the one that was actually officially chosen by some sort of public. Mm. That's just Banjo Patterson's like poem song, isn't it? Right. Anyway, Possibly. okay, watch this space. I'll do a bit more extensive it's research at the, at the local library. Um, the, the South African ones are good. Uh, Bafana yeah. Bafana, which means the boys, the boys. And yeah. then uh, Banyana Banyana, which means girls, girls. Nice. Um, apparently, nice. its actual meaning in Sosotho is actually go girls rather than girls, girls. But anyway. Okay. Um, and the last one, which I think is yeah. probably the funniest one. Well, one of the funniest yeah. um, is Zambia. 
who are the yeah. copper bullets, um, Love it. which would be, and, and, you know, copper is a big pr- product in Zambia. Yeah. So it kind of like, it's, it's like yeah. an information uh, telling yeah. it's telling you a bit about the country. Uh, with load up, but, load but, up your yeah. copper bullets. There you go. That's one for the teenagers. <laughs> but copper, cop, would copper like make great bullets? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's got antimicrobial properties. Um, exactly. <laughs> so basically after you get shot, you know you wear like the copper bands around it's good for you to get shot by copper bullets yeah. well it's not good if you get shot but if, it's, if you're going to get shot then it's hey, good to get shot by a copper bullet you're going to get shot yeah exactly yeah um i'm just looking at the group tables and you're, you're right about some of the low points like in the team yes. in the in the groups it's but um i was just thinking as well i just saw that story ivory coast sacked their manager before yeah. the actual conclusion of the group stage because other results had to come through and then they've got they've snuck through with one one win and two defeats they've snuck through to the round of 16 because obviously it's just, mm. that was the, that know. was the Equatorial Guinea they beat Equatorial oh. Guinea I think yeah but and that then, that was the result and it's, it's, a ma- and it's mad isn't it to think you know they sacked yeah. the guy before knowing but exactly what was he's crazy I mean how yeah. do, you they're, you, they're you host, imagine you're though, being right? they're hosting this aren't they uh, the Ivory Coast, the hosting yeah, yeah. it. It's in, not, it's in, it's in the yeah. Ivory Coast. Yeah. But can you imagine being your? Like, how does that work? You, 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 you've Second lost your manager and you're in the knockout rounds. I mean, if they go on and win it, that'd be mad. But I mean, they've won one see... game and lost two, and they've got through. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. But I did see um, Mauritania of are through. You know, mm. um, and they've actually got their form guide here on the website. I'm looking at, and it's they've they won one game, they've lost two, but their actual form over the last five games is they've lost four in a row and won one so they basically just they managed wow. to win one game and because of obviously best third place teams go through um they've managed what happened to, to algeria looks... i thought algeria were good they're, they're bottom of the group they're out they've, they've lost tunisia. To Look at tunisia, as tunisia well. who were great yeah. in the world cup yeah right? crazy like, they're just like yeah. bombed at the yeah um, but i think the other you know the heavyweights are through you know senegal um cameroon yeah. Nigeria, but I haven't really seen much of Nigeria, like you know, really recently. But um, Egypt draw three was... and get through. That's interesting. Egypt, yeah, very boring. I think the reason is a lot of these teams are very dull to watch because they, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's just part of that evolution. Africa are behind in terms of their evolution of the game, um, but we'll see. I, I think when it get it hots up, when we start to see the knockouts, I think I'll maybe switch on a little bit and do a bit more. It's hard. It's hard um, to watch it over here because the time difference and there's lots of other there's a, there's also i mean we haven't mentioned it but asian cup so australia are playing indonesia in the round of 16 sunday evening our time at 10 30 so i'll be watching oh are they? i'll okay. watch that I'll watch yeah i watch the first before I fall yeah asleep, I watch it, but, it, but it's, it's always difficult i mean as we've talked about before you you know you're in the asian um it's really asian continental championship but it's hard, actually hard to watch because it's bloody miles away and hours away in time difference in qatar but um yeah australia yeah. seem to be doing a, they're a bit like england you know they always go in as sort of heavy favorites and they kind of bumble their way through the group stages and stuff like that yeah. but i'm actually quite yeah. excited about it because um you remember bruno fornaroli he used to play for uh, oh, melbourne yeah. city and now is at Melbourne Victory and everything, which, but um, he's he's a na- naturalised Australian and he's actually played a couple of times before. But um, Australia have got a, a couple of injuries up front, so he's actually going to be there. Looks like he's going to be their main striker. Is he gonna going to play on Sunday knockout. night? Yeah, looks like it going into the knockout stages. So, and he's in red hot form he's, in the A League. He's, he's, he's good. He's, he's, he's good. He's just, such a, he's just off the charts. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah. He's just like he looks for. He's just 
he's just a very smart player. Like, he's absolutely a, no pace. A, he looks like he's running he, in treacle yeah, when he runs. But he's such he? a throwback, isn't he, to that kind of uh, like, he, he stereotype. He just sticks his South arse out, gets the free yeah. kicks, little, yeah. like, little knockdown in the box. You want yeah. him on the end of it. Like, yeah. just, oh, absolutely, um, yeah. yeah. He's amazing at winning free kicks. Very good friends with Luis Suarez back in the day as well. So every time he gets mentioned in mainstream Australian um, media, which to be fair is rare, because if you wouldn't even know that Australia are in the knockout rounds of the um, no, Asia Cup no. over here, but that's another story. But uh, yeah, they always mention Luis Suarez. So. Yeah, and All right, um, well, we've gone on for quite a bit in the second it, half, Matt, so we probably, really? we probably should 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 uh, end it now, and we'll catch up again. Well, end, geez, that bit uh, dramatic. You talking about the podcast, obviously. Uh, the podcast, yeah, yeah. Crikey, yeah. no, I'm fine. Yeah. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, sorry. Right. All right. Well, um, we'll see you later, everyone. We'll see you All next right. time. Lovely to catch Take up. Care. Goodbye. Bye. Go Socceroos. <laughs>